The Leaderpreneur Show, Episode 17, Creating Team Commitment and Behind the Scenes. Let's go. Welcome back, my friends, to the Leaderpreneur Show, the podcast for leaders to deepen their knowledge while exploring an entrepreneurial journey to start a thriving online business of their own. Once again, I'm your host, Stephen Faust, and I'm here with my great and good friend, Michael Tanner. Hey, Michael, how's it going this week, my friend? Great, Stephen. How about you this week? You doing all right? Doing Pretty good, actually. Um, enjoying uh, the mastermind call we just got off of and looking forward to this week's discussion. Yeah. So this week, I thought, uh, as I promised our audience last week, we would talk about commitment, right? How do you build commitment in your team? If you're the leader of a team, how do you build commitment? So let's, let's first of all, what does that even look like or what does that mean to build commitment? When I'm asked this type of question from leaders, probably the same with you, they're looking for uh, team members that are dedicated to the purpose, dedicated to the goal, uh, you know, dedicated to the team itself, to the other members of the team. You know, they're just kind of all in for winning, all in for accomplishing the goal, accomplishing the purpose, uh, willing to kind of go the extra mile, put in the extra work, whatever it might be. They're looking for team members that are committed and and they're seeking advice on how do they build greater commitment within their team. How's that sound for a topic for you today? Oh, that sounds like a, a phenomenal topic and been looking forward to it. So I'm ready to dig in. All right. Well, so what, here's my response and, and uh, I'm anxious to hear your response to this kind of question as well. But anytime I hear a leader ask me the question, how can I build more or better commitment within my team? My response to them is always something along the lines of this. You need, as the leader, to be the most committed person on the team. You can't expect for anybody else to have a greater level of dedication or commitment to the team or to the goal that you're trying to accomplish than you do as the leader. Uh, I don't know if you get this context from these types of questions or not, but sometimes I feel like those leaders are asking a question along the lines of, I've reached leadership status. I can back off a little bit. And let everybody else maintain the commitment and, you know, and go and achieve the goal. And that's simply just not the way it works, right? You have to be the most committed person on the team. I even look at it as a competition. When I'm the leader in a team, I look at the team and, and kind of, it's almost a challenge. I challenge you to be more committed to accomplishing this goal than I am. Uh, and so you just got to be the most committed Otherwise, no one else is going to be any more committed than you are. Yeah, as a leader, it, it's interesting because you, you work really, really hard to become a leader, one would think, right? And typically, and you kind of come up in the organization or you, you get promoted into this role. And then it's funny, to your point, how many folks stop working at the level that created the opportunity for them to become a leader. And, got them there, yeah. 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 And it's, you know, I, I love the saying, I, I don't know where I heard this, but um, I, I heard it somewhere. It's, it's, you know, some, I think it was Zig Ziglar. I kind of go back to Zig Ziglar a lot and good old Zig. And, you know, he, he always said, you know, some people stop 
looking for work the day they find a job. And you know, they work really, really hard to get to become a leader. And then they stop putting in the energy and the effort that it took to become one. And what leaders have to recognize and realize is that all eyes are on you as the leader. You may, you may not think it, you may not want it, you may not even recognize it, but the reality is, is are people, are people are watching, your team is watching what you do, how you do it, how you articulate it. And if you're not carrying the weight that you need to carry at a very minimum, equal to, at a very minimum, equal to that of your team, it will, it will be immediately noticeable and it will become uh, kind of part of this rumor mill or uh, behind the scenes uh, discussion that happens when you're not around. And, and then make no mistake about it. Other teams and other leaders are watching as well. And they're taking mental notes and they're, and they're saying, Hey, Hey, Bob over there, Johnny over there, they're not, uh, they're not stepping up. And you can begin to then see how that can create a, a dynamic in a team that's not healthy. And especially over time, how that can be poisonous to any type of organization. Yeah, so true. You know, I think a good way to look at commitment is you need to look at commitment as if it's contagious. Okay. There's so many things within a team that are contagious. A positive attitude is contagious. A negative attitude is contagious. You know, expressing appreciation is contagious. Commitment, just like all those others, is contagious. And so if you as a leader, especially, if you're showing super high levels of commitment and so forth, then you just need to know that uh, that's contagious. And, and that's how other people within your team is going to build and grow their commitment. They're not going to grow their commitment just by you kind of, you know, pointing their your finger at them as the leader and say, you need to be more committed. You need to be more committed. That's not going to grow their commitment at all. But again, it's contagious. If you have a high level of commitment and you stay focused on winning, you stay focused on accomplishing the goal, that will become contagious and your leader, your other individuals on your team will raise the bar in their level of commitment as well, just because they see you doing the same. And it goes back to, a, it makes me think about a prior podcast episode that we did around accountability. I don't know if that was a topic or not, but, but it was a discussion point, certainly within, within that episode where where you made the very clear point that you cannot hold other people accountable. You have to hold yourself accountable and have to create an environment where they hold themselves accountable. And it goes, it goes part and parcel with this discussion around commitment. It's, it's, you can't force people to be committed. You have to be so overwhelmingly committed yourself that it's the, it's, equivalent of holding yourself accountable to this level of commitment and others will see that you are creating an environment where hard work. Now I'm not talking about, you know, working 12, 14 hours a day. I'm talking about focused action and focused uh, energy towards the goal, whatever that goal or goals are, are you aligned and pulling, pulling the rope hard to achieve those goals? And are you, are you at the end of that rope with the tied around your waist as that, I don't know what they call it in a tug of war, the anchor man or, or the, 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 
that person at the end of the rope, you know, that are you the leader at the end of the rope with it tied around your waist with both hands on it, pulling with the rest of your team in front of you, equally pulling, you know, you have, you have the weight of that. It, you are the leader and you can't be on the side of that rope kind of saying, pull harder, pull harder. That's not good enough. What are you doing? You've got to be tied to the rope and putting the same sweat equity or whatever that is in your business, that same level of energy and intentionality to achieving those goals. Otherwise, uh, you're going to be a leader that is not respected and you're you're probably not going to last very long, certainly in that environment. Yeah, that's exactly right. I mean, you know, you as we just said, you can't point your finger. You can't tell your people to be more committed but you can make some leadership mistakes that will ensure that they're not committed, right? So if you make the leadership mistake of not communicating well or properly or not communicating why we're doing this and things like that. So, you know, through lack of communication and things like that, you can ensure that people aren't committed. And just as you're saying, you, you can't stand on the sidelines either, because if you stand on the sidelines and just shout instructions or something like that, then you're basically making a leadership mistake such that your people won't be committed. But if you're in the trenches with them and you're doing the work with them, that's why I like my definition of influencing others to, to a, towards a shared goal of leadership. That That's my definition of leadership. That shared means I'm in it with you, right? I'm in this with you. I'm working with you. And so you can make leadership mistakes that ensures they won't be committed, but you can't make them be committed you have to be committed to the point that it becomes contagious and they raise the bar just because they see how high your standards are of commitment as well as a leader and how hard you're working as a leader. They're going to respect you. That was a very good word you used. They're going to respect you in a way that they're going to raise their commitment because they respect just how much and how hard you're working towards the goal as well. Yeah. And it makes me think of a recent, uh, when we did year at inventory, uh, at my uh, at my office, we we were you know pulling pulling a heavy heavy load at the end of the year, trying to close out the year and and do a physical inventory and get prepped for that. And we were sitting in a staff meeting, and I said I said to the team and to a couple of folks specifically who were pulling together the planning and logistics for the inventory, um, it, you know the feedback was, hey, we can't take days and days and days to do this. We can't shut the business down. We got to do it quickly. And I looked straight at them. And I said, put me on the list, put me as a counter, put me as a reconciler, put me, I'll be right there with you uh, to do it. And, and they didn't do that. You know, I would have been happy to do it. Uh, they, I think they looked at me and said, eh, we don't want you around doing all this stuff. They, we prefer, we prefer to count without you like uh, next to us. So I don't know, but, but you know, it's, it's, are you willing as a leader to, Put your money where your mouth is. It's it's okay for you to say, nope, we need to ship more products. Nope, we missed our revenue target. Nope, we we you know didn't achieve this level of success. It 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 can't be okay for you to say all that and not demonstrate. And actions speak louder than words when you're a leader. The old style of leadership is to sit in an office, bark orders, bark commands, say, do what I said, do, do what I said, because I said to do it versus what 
should be happening in today's environment is here's what we're going to do together as a team. Here are the reasons for the, for doing it, the why, and here are the benefits to the business and, and to us for doing this. So it's, it's not dig a ditch, fill a ditch, dig a ditch, fill a ditch. It's, are we doing meaningful work as a team? And am I as the leader willing to, to step alongside of you and, and conduct myself as a member of the team, not just the leader of the team and the credibility that gives you as a leader, it, it's, it's priceless that the way your team will respond to that type of behavior. Totally agree. So important that you're in the trenches with them and you're doing the work with them again, because that demonstrates your level of commitment um, to the goal. And a lot of the, a lot of your team members are going to look at it from a standpoint of, wow, he's the leader. Why is he out here doing all this hard work? Right. And, and again, it's going to give them a level of respect that just becomes contagious. It, it's just, I'm hung up on that word. It just becomes contagious to the point that they raise their standard of commitment just because they see yours. Exactly. And it, it can't be overstated. You got to, to, to get the respect that you need to have to be an effective leader. You've got to be willing to roll your sleeves up. And and I come in in jeans. If I, if I want to do things a certain, I, I come in in jeans. I don't need to wear button down shirts. I don't have to to look a certain way. I I'll wear a t-shirt and jeans in, and I will just go out into the shop or go out into the, to the work environment. And I, I'll be right there next to the team, to the guys and the ladies on the floor. And, and um, in, in my world, I'm in aerospace. So usually I say this kind of, that they don't want me touching anything, right? They're like, okay, please, for the love of Pete. Oh my gosh. Don't touch anything because uh, it's never, I said, if, if you want to make sure that we'll never ship anything, have me touch it. Okay. Uh, so I mean, in a very, very high, highly, uh, you know, regulated environment like aerospace, you know, you have to be qualified to do certain things and, and they don't want me, I used to do that stuff, but they don't want me touching anything. Cause it'll, if, if you want to make sure something never ships, have me work on it. That's what I tell them. But, but, it, but it's not just about, it's not just about not being able to do the task. It's about being there, asking them, how can I help you make this task more efficient? What, what support do you need? What resources do you not have that I can help with? And it just shows a level of intellectual curiosity and interest in their work versus these leaders that sit back and they just lead from the sidelines and they're disengaged and they don't communicate and they and they just expect and wonder, you know, why why aren't we not successful? They just don't don't quite get it, and it's it's amazing to me. Totally agree. You know, a perfect example that I have, just like the one you just shared, is sometimes uh, I'll have team members that are working on a project and it's getting behind or whatever, and to keep milestones on track, they'll come in on the weekend to work. And so, well, when I know when I know about it, sometimes that happens, and I don't even know about it till after the fact. But when I know team members are going to be there over the weekend, unfortunately, in the, in the world I work in, I can't go in and help them get the work done. But I show up on Saturday morning and I show up with donuts or I show up with biscuits or, or right, I show up with breakfast of some sort just because I'm like, hey, hey guys, you guys are you guys are doing great. I'm here with you. I'm in it with you. Right. So uh, if they're going to be there, I'm going to be there to because the level of commitment is equally there. But just like you, 
there's some aspects of what they're doing that I can't do, but I'm there supporting no matter, you know, matter if I can actually do the work or not, I'm there to support. Yeah. And, and my commitment is. And one thing that I know you and I are, are ultra qualified to do is bring the biscuits. That is correct. I can't. Right. I can bring breakfast. I can bring a mean breakfast. Yes. You're from the South. So you have, uh, you got the biscuits and the gravy and all that, all that good bet, stuff. Man. You bet. You bet. All that good stuff. Well, the, well, it's great. We, I think we unpacked this quite a bit. Any, any uh, remaining uh, concepts or thoughts or actions that we need to be considering regarding team commitment? Yeah. I just say, listen, everybody wants their team to be more committed. Everybody wants that. Every leader wants that. Um, but you're only going to get that. Your, the, the level of commitment you get from your team members is only going to be as high as yours, right? So don't ever expect your team members to be more committed than you are uh, because you're going to set the standard. So if you're worried or if you need better commitment from your team, you need to look inward and increase your own commitment and that'll become contagious and increase the commitment within your team. Yeah, it sounds like call to action there is just really think about Think about the level uh, level of commitment that you have. Make sure that it's at least equal to, if not higher than every single person on your team and um, ensure that you're living up to that level of commitment that you expect others to do. So don't be don't be the person who sits on the sidelines, arcs orders, expects great things to happen. And then when they don't scratch your head, look in the mirror. Uh, because you look in the mirror, you'll find out the reason why it'll be squarely reflecting back on you as a leader. So, uh, yeah, excellent. So great, great topic. Um, nice, crisp, uh, uh, unpacking this week. So we're going to move behind the scenes now and uh, talk about a little bit. Um, so, so why were we so, so, uh, rushed, not right with rushed isn't the right word, but why were we working to get a crisp episode down this week? Would you say? Well, so this week we've been at it pretty hard, you and I. We've been at this uh, this behind the scenes, this working in our businesses pretty hard. Uh, you have your own podcast. I have my own podcast. And then, of course, we have this one together. And you and I have spent a lot of time this uh, this weekend, especially together, to record those podcasts and, and things like that. So we've been doing a lot of work together. Uh, and so uh, one of the things I'm really excited to share with our audience is that uh, in in my space, I'm looking to build um, stronger communities around the products and things like that that uh, that I'm, you know, offering in leadership development. And I'm really excited to uh, begin to announce the building of that community. Uh, my desire is to offer up, uh, you know, courses, books, speaking engagements, and things like that that would offer up leadership development wisdom and experience and so forth. But I don't want it to just end there for my customers, for my, uh, you know, students in my courses and all that. I want there to be, you know, a, a deeper uh, level of community that can support and engage leaders as they grow their leadership development. So I'm I'm working to build that out. I'm using a a new tool. Uh, well, it's fairly new uh, to the to the internet world. It's uh, called Mighty Networks, and so I'm using that tool to begin to build the communities behind the products that we're going to have. And so you can, you can, you can kind of view this as uh, Facebook, private Facebook communities, if you will, except that it doesn't have algorithms behind it that will hide certain messages. When I send out a message to everyone or, or someone posts something on uh, within the community, you know, everyone's going to receive it. 
likewise, it's going to be controlled in such a way that it's going to be, you know, students and, and, and people that are engaged in my community in such a way that if you have a question, you can ans- ask that question and you know that you're going to get supportive answers to that questions. You know, I think a lot of times leaders, they're afraid to go out to a, a Facebook group maybe and pose a question because there's a lot of nasty stuff that gets said in those Facebook groups and things like that. And so I just think a lot of, uh, of people are hindered at getting the support and the advice that they need in places like Facebook and other social media. So I'm, I'm building up a, a community here that we can really, really support and engage with one another. Uh, our listeners can find that at communities.credibleleaders.com. Communities.credibleleaders.com. It, it's brand new, so there's not much there yet, but you can certainly go and, and check that out. I, I hope you'll do that. So I'm really excited to share that behind the scenes with our audience. What about you, Stephen? What, what's it, been going on with you? Is, is that communities plural? Communities or community? Good point. It's communities. I just want to make sure that everybody. That's a very good point. One or the other. So try both. <laughs> it's community. I'm pretty sure. Community. Okay. I'll check right now just to make sure. Yeah, no worries. But um, I, I think that's great uh, in, in some ways. I guess it, it, Facebook is, you're right. It, it can, it can if, if it's not nasty, it can certainly go off topic pretty quick. And then you have to, and, and, and then you, you just really don't own that platform and, and you're subject to Facebook's algorithms and, and political things that go around in circles one way to the other way to the other way. And, and they can change their rules overnight. And really your group that, that you've cultivated over time uh, is potentially a, a speck of dust overnight. You don't have control. So I, so I like the fact that, that you're taking this, this Facebook type of community that I think the way you've explained it to me even has more functionality and some unique characteristics that you can really, really focus the conversation around specific topics. And uh, yeah, I, li- I like that. And, and the fact that that's your group, it's, it's under your brand and uh, it's, it's a community that, you have an even greater level of influence on and uh, desire to help even more because it's tied to you even closer. So I think it's, I think it's a great thing. Now we got to get people in there. I, I am by definition and by default, the first member. You are, you yeah. are, you, you, you definitely are. You are in already. That's correct. So, and you want to talk to me, all you got to do is get on there and, and you and I can talk and you and Michael can talk and we'll, you know, we can have a conversation, the three of us. That is exactly right. Uh, so, and it is, it is singular community. Okay. Uh, at community. Community.credibleleaders.com. That is correct. Community.credibleleaders.com. That's correct. Perfect. Perfect. And uh, so I, I really like the direction actually in, in Kajabi, I, I host my courses and and Brandon Kajabi and um, Kajabi actually has a, a community. Uh, I don't think it's, it's not a plugin, but it's a community. It's a product and you can add this product to your, to your site and have um, everybody that signs up on your email list or that signs up for a free membership or, or enrolls in a course that can, you can set it up to give everybody access however you want. So uh, I'm going to check that out and compare it to the mighty networks and see the functionality 
if there's uh, any benefit of one over the other. And, and I really like that's one of the things I like about our mastermind group and, and these discussions is I'm always learning about about new tools and apps and services and things that I wouldn't have otherwise even thought of. So so that's great. So for me, um, I am I am um, doing a couple things. So I one thing I haven't been doing is growing my email list. I, I'm still stuck on 82. Uh, but I'm happy to be stuck on 82. I just need to be more intentional. I went through that flurry uh, probably five or six weeks ago, and I need to recreate that magic still. I just haven't done it. Uh, I just need to go be more intentional around that. What are you up to? Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty much the same number. I think I was 65 a couple of weeks ago. I, I, I actually lost one, I think, this week, but then I gained another. Uh, and so I'm pretty much steady right there. I've got to do something to uh, to move that needle for sure. Okay, first one to a hundred. Okay, that's all right. <laughs> that's our uh, all right. All right. Uh, I wish I could go sign up uh, like like you know eighteen more times. <laughs> I would just get there, but yeah. But for me, you know, I, I'm not really growing the email list at the moment. It's been a heavy lift period at work, and that's kind of getting better now. I'm I'm um, I think this week I'll get a lot of that behind me. And so for me, it's, it's, I've been looking at this, this platform that, that most people are familiar with, I think called Udemy. Right. Yep. And, um, I, it, it has pros and cons for sure. It's, you know, you do, it's kind of like Facebook it is to communities. You don't, you don't own the community. Uh, you don't own the students in the community. You don't, uh, have, uh, a lot of say over different pricing and promotional strategies and things like that. So there are some downsides. The upside though is, is that you have, I don't know, 20 million, 200 million, whatever. It's a, it's a huge number of, of yeah. yeah, you have a built-in, you have built-in, a built-in audience of people looking for things specifically. So um, there's a, there's a pre-existing community that, that kind of fits potentially what you're, what you're marketing. So we talked about this earlier offline, but uh, I'm going to use Udemy as a way to validate uh, a topic and, maybe build out a, a, a smaller tier course that can help me validate um, a, a topic and see if there's interest out there, you know, spend a little time in it, make it nice, make it clean, make it good quality, but also not go into layers and layers of detail and depth on things when you don't have a, a validated topic proven out. So um, my thought is I'm going to use that. I'm going to probably spend the next, I don't know, I'm going to say 30 days. Um, uh, building that out, um, I have a topic in mind and have um, thought processes around how to structure it. And so I'm going to do that and see if see if I can't um, uh, validate interest in uh, some topics. And, and if that happens, then figure out how to maybe repackage, rebrand, deepen the course and offer it separately. But uh, again, 82, I'm trying to build that audience up so I can I can have a bigger community of folks to, to help and serve and add value to. So those are things um, on my mind and what I'm working on and podcast uh, you touched on a little bit, but, but Michael was on uh, the aerospace podcast that I have uh, that'll be released here uh, the next two or three days. And then I was uh, fortunate enough to be on his show. uh, And that's episode 16, no 12, 12, you said. Uh, 14, that's going to episode 14. It's going to be on the 12th. That's what it is. Yeah. Comes out on the 12th. So, uh, you can, um, you can definitely check that out at, at, um, uh, 
rookieleaders.com, right? Yep, rookieleaders.com. You can yeah, find rookie, rookieleaders.com. And then uh, mine is aerospacepodcast.com. And then this show is leaderpreneurshow.com. And then Michael has all his good stuff going on credibleleaders.com. And you know, boy, I feel like a, an advertisement now. Oh, we're, we're a dot com boom here, aren't we? Yeah. Boy, we needed to be that back in the 90s, though, but before the bust, you know, the when the balloon burst. I mean, you imagine what life was like back in the in the, the mid to late 90s with the dot com and just, you know, amazing. Yeah, you know, but we have the luxury of the tools and the Internet speeds and things like that that there are today. It makes doing the things that we do so much easier. Uh, in fact, maybe they're so easy that we consume ourselves with too much going on in things like times, you know. I, I'm a shiny object guy, so I uh, I suffer from shiny object syndrome. I'm looking at things all the time, and I you know I, I just you know we nerd out on leadership, but I also I'm a kind of a tech geek too. You know I I'm a gadget geek. Yeah, I I, I'm a gadget guy. I like all the stuff. You know I play golf and and I have uh, all the all the different golf gadgets and kind of like if you've seen the movie Ten Cup. And he's coming out of the trailer and he's going on the driving range and he's got all these gizmos hanging from his body. That, that's what my garage looks like. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I'm there with you. I'm there with you. What's on, uh, what's on tap for, for next week's podcast, my friend? So from a leadership standpoint, next week, we're going to talk about, well, what is the importance of leadership development? You know, you and I are both in the leadership development space. And, you know, I thought it'd be just important to talk about why is that even important? What's in it for me, if you will, as it relates to leadership development as an individual, but also as a team. So I thought we'd just kind of highlight that and talk about why is that even important for you as an individual, but also as your team? Why should you even concern yourself with leadership development? So we'll be talking about that next week. That's a great topic. I'm looking forward to that. I'm, I have a passion. Uh, I, was, I was talking earlier about how I taught college for a number of years um, uh, as an adjunct instructor. I just love the the whole concept of leadership development. If you're not doing things uh, to develop your career, develop your skill set, develop just from curiosity, if nothing else, um, you're going to get left behind in today's modern world. So I, I, I'm really looking forward to, to that discussion that we're going to unpack next week. And, and uh, I think our, our, our listeners will get a tremendous amount of value from that. So uh, bring, bring us home, my friend. Yeah, I'll do that. So, so definitely a call to actions today. If you, uh, uh, are looking for greater levels of commitment within your team. Look at yourself first. Increase your own level of commitment and allow that to become contagious and allow it to raise the bar of commitment within your team. You got to look there. You can't make other people be more committed. You've just got to be committed yourself and let that become contagious without your, throughout your team. And then also check out all of the dot coms that we've talked about here in the podcast. We've got them all over the place, but you can find the show notes for this particular podcast at leaderpreneurshow.com. Leaderpreneurshow.com is where you'll find the show notes for this particular podcast. And be sure you share the podcast with others as well. Help us out in getting the word out there. Uh, you can leave a, a rating and review over in Apple Podcasts. Um, and you can uh, share the podcast with others as well. We greatly appreciate that so that you can help us get the word out about the Leaderpreneur Show. And until we talk again next week about the importance of leadership development from Stephen and I both, be blessed and lead well. <music>